Welcome to Amateur All Tours, the podcast where every week we sit down and have a discussion about a movie. I'm your host, Mike, and joining me is my brother, Brian, and we would like to welcome you to Amateur All Tours. Alright guys, welcome to the show. Uh, we have another First Impressions episode, and as always, it's your host, Mike, and I have a, another guest with me. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm Jake, and I'm friends with Mike, and I went to see, uh, you know... Uh, Isle of Dogs tonight. Yeah, so, I mean, before we get into it, like, so, J- Jake, Shell, we, yes. <laughs> your, your nickname, uh, we swim together, and right. we, you know, we've been friends for the last, you know, four years, and it seems like we've always gone and seen movies together at some point. I know at least we've seen Split, in, Interstellar, The Martian, um, watching movies, yeah. like, together, and always, like, it, Star Wars. Like, Star Wars, before yeah. practice. And like just oh our, yeah, we, we would just talk about just, films, and yeah, like TV all the time, like before practice, after practice. I would recommend stuff to you. You'd recommend stuff in our to me. Free time, like start start of our relationship uh, in college, we were we were just talking movies. Yeah, so I figured it'd be good that we have you know Jake here oh, to uh, thank you, <laughs> and I'm sure you'll definitely be back because I really do like your opinions and I mean thank just, you, man. Like you mentioned it before the movie, like we had this. Uh, you were like, oh, remember we had that conversation about, you know, movie-going experiences yeah, and stuff, and I was yeah. like, yeah, Jake would be really, a really good, you know, oh my God, segment on this, like, I think I'd be podcast. a good segment, too. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully we'll see Jake more in the future, um, right. but we'll jump into uh, why we're here. As we mentioned, we just, we literally just got out of the movie theater, like, five minutes ago, seeing Isle of Dogs. And as I was, so like I said in the beginning, and I was telling Jake, we have uh, a first impression, so we don't have any notes, it's just literally first impressions of the movie, um, I think this is probably the record, because I know when we first started doing first impressions, it was like 30 minutes right after, Mm. um, we tried doing The Hateful Eight before, like, right after we saw it on the road show. And oh, it was yeah. An utter failure. Like, <laughs> like, like, recording it was an utter failure. Oh, no. So, but now I think we're good. All right. So, Great. let's, so we're going to go talk about it. into Isle of Dogs. Now, Jake, what was your, what are your first, impre- like, what are the things okay. that you want to say about this movie, like, just coming straight out of it? I think. Before, like, we get into specifics. I think if you're a fan of, like, original animation, you want to see something different from Disney, and like... Is it Disney? This movie? Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't think it is. (laughs) I I, I don't know. But anyway, Wes Anderson created a a film that looks amazing, like from, like, the... Just the animation, to the backgrounds, to, like, the characters, like... I don't know if it was, like, stop-motion or computer-generated, but it looked amazing. And the story and characters are all fantastic. It's it's just, like, fantastic Mr. Fox. Probably better, honestly. Yeah. Like, I don't know. What, do you, what did you think? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, the visuals were really, like, kind of, like, the selling point of this movie for me. I mean, I love Wes Anderson's style and, like, mm. very, very symmetrical and very clean. Uh, it's one of the reasons I really dig him as a filmmaker. Um, also his ability just to tell stories in a unique and very, like, stylistic way. Uh, but yeah, like, the, uh, the visual style of this movie is just very, it stands out and I was just amazed. I think it was a mix, like, I was whispering to you in the movie, like, I think it was a mix of, it was a lot of stop, uh, stop motion, Mm. but 
it, it just like the way the it things that, like stop motion. the things that he like so when you like for me when I think of stop motion I always think of like Nightmare Before Christmas like that's that's yeah. like the typically go to yeah. movie for me right that's kind Good of movie. what introduced me to it yep but this they were able like they like he really in my opinion like I don't watch a lot of stop motion before mm. I've seen yeah um. It can be tricky, and the, and like just the way like he uses the camera with stop motion. Right. Like my favorite shot. Um, also, so guys, we are gonna. This is like I think we've mentioned this before. Like it is spoiler talk. Okay. So right, cool. yeah. So we will. So we are. Gonna, we are gonna spoil um, this movie um, because I feel like, especially since we don't have notes, there's no way we can talk around things. Yeah. So yeah. I was gonna say my favorite shot of the movie with like his camera work mm. is at the very end when. Um, Atari goes in with all the dogs to Atari's meet... Atari's the kid, like, the main character. Oh, yes. To meet his, um, his, like, his uncle on, uh, who's, like, it's election night, and, like, the camera is, like, hobbling down the center of the yeah, stage, and it's, like... Yeah. And you're, like, that means that they put a camera there... Like, on the kid's face. Or, like, or, like, they put Maybe. a camera, like, as his perspective going down there. And, like, yeah. I've seen, like, in Fantastic... Like, this is why I think it was stop motion, because I've seen production stills from fantastic mr fox and him like working with uh like the actual like puppets i guess or Mm. like the the characters so i think and it's it's seamlessly blended from well it's weird it's so it has stop motion uh i think there was some like there's a scene when um the they're making sushi and it's a close-up of the hands i think that was computer that was cool i think that that was computer generated with like you know like motion capture in some way Um, it's hard to know like what is and what uh isn't animated by hand because lots of scenes like the wind is like blowing the dog's fur and like you see like the strands like of their fur like like blowing in the wind and stuff so like i can't even imagine how long it it was very it was very much like fantastic mr fox with the techniques but this was like it seemed like fantastic fantastic mr fox was a like the the see if we could do this. Like, I felt like... Mm-hmm. Because I, I guess this yeah. is original. Like, Fantastic Mr. Fox based off of uh, a book. I, I, I want to say Roald Dahl, but I don't know. But I know it's definitely based off of a book because we read it in, like, elementary school. Mm. But I felt like this was, like, he wants to say, I want to make a movie like this. And he used stop motion and um, yeah. Life Aquatic. And so I think it's, like, as... He, it's something that he's very interested in. And and obviously he uses models a lot um, yeah. in... Uh, and like in throughout his films, but this I thought was great. And then it was also a mix of like, uh, like cartoon animation with yep. the, um, like very detailed, uh, animation with like the newscasting and stuff. And yep. so yep. I, I agree with you. Like, this is a very, I think like the, if this doesn't, well, the Oscars already happened. I don't think this was, yeah, this came out recently. So I, yeah. I honestly, like this has to win something for animation. Honestly, like not, it's not even just the animation, right? Like the, the colors they use are great. Like the, um, like I said before the set design, like everything from the, uh, like the mud on the dog's fur to like the blood and the foam. Oh, yeah. Speaking of blood. Yeah, this, I did not expect this movie yeah, to be as bloody as it was. This movie, like, I think <laughs> when it came out, I was like, oh, it's PG-13. I'm like, I wonder why. And and then in the first, like, you... five minutes of the movie, like, the dogs are fighting. And it's very, like, when they fight, it's like, uh, you know, you it's see like the limbs. Cloud, it's like a cloud. Like, like, it's very, it's like in Fantastic out. Mr. Fox. But right. the difference here is, like, in this first fight um, with, like, the pa- two packs of dogs, um, 
Brian Cranston's character, Chief, bites the ear off of like a, like the rival pack Literally and like spits it, it out. Yep. And it's like, oh my god, like that's that didn't happen in yep. Fantastic Mr. Yep. Fox. And they play it for jokes too. Like when that scene finishes, he looks back like, oh man, he chewed your ear off, and he's like, oh yeah, and he's just like <laughs> laugh like like. Just, like, the humor in this movie. Like, oh, yeah. I, I guess, going into this movie, I, I didn't... One of the questions I had was, who is this movie for? Right? Like, like... It's definitely people, like, our age, it, I think. Like, I, I mean, hell, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it, man. Like, like it's not a kid's movie, but, like, Jake, you were saying, like, kids can handle it, but, yeah. like, you have to be... Like, I think, like, young kids with dogs, like, maybe not, but, like, I think 11-year-olds... Maybe, and definitely 13-year-olds, but, like, 11, 12, like, I still mm-hmm. consider them kids. I think they can handle this movie. It, I think this is a good movie to, like, kind of get you into thinking, like, of adult movies and, like, this, ease yourself yes, in there. Yes. Well, this this movie also does not treat you like a child, right? So, like... Oh, yeah. W- one of the things about this movie that I really enjoyed, which is why I think, like, it's just a great work of art in general, is one of the first slides that comes up, or in the movie was a um, explanation that the dialogue in the movie was going to be bilingual. So they were, they were going to have Japanese uh, characters talking Japanese and they weren't going to translate it for the audience. And barks would be translated into English and characters that spoke English, English would speak English. But um, you were just supposed to assume like some stuff. About oh, the yeah. characters by, by what they were saying. And, like, it's honestly, you know? like, a testament to, like, how great of a storyteller and filmmaker he is. Because, like, there were scenes when Atari, the, the child, was, like, literally just speaking. And, mm. you, and like, you obviously don't know. But, like, through the through the visual medium, um, you could tell, you can what, tell what he's thinking. You could tell what he was thinking, what yeah. he was saying. Like, you can how tell. And, like, also the, vo- the voice acting in this movie was awesome. Like, I know... I, I, I've seen a lot of, uh, like, documentaries about voice acting and stuff, mm. and they and the voice actor's like, yeah, this job actually is, like, pretty difficult, because in a visual medium, when, and they're actors, they, they don't, they are literally, dev- they are stripped of their face and, like, yeah. their, and their, their body, so they have to do it all through their voice, and so I, I get, like, Brian Cranston was awesome. He was great. This. He was fantastic. Uh, well, everyone Lots was. Lots of voice but... actors, like... Even, like, I think Scarlett Johansson was yeah. not Meg, right? Which, she was, which uh, was the, the girl, which, She was the one that he hooks up with at the end. Yeah. Daisy yes. or, or Nutmeg? I think it's Nutmeg. Yeah. But, um, like, I mean, I think that role could have gone to a lot of people. But, like, I mean, Scarlett well, Johansson did a good job. I think she got it because of uh, her. Because she could tell... She, like... Well, she wasn't, like, a main component of the movie, but, like, in her, she also had, you know, voice acting, and she did yeah. give emotion. Lots of talent in this movie. Yeah, I, I'm Lots trying to think. Talent. There was... Ed- Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Was one of the dogs, and he was funny. Yeah, Edward like, Norton, cool. uh, Bill Murray, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, I completely forgot F. Bill Murray. Murray Abraham. The, he killed Mozart. Um... Who uh, I'm trying to think. There's like I was literally like scrolling through because I wanted to. So in the beginning, we're treated with this like really awesome like it's in the trailer, but like the kids playing the like the traditional drums and like yeah. And I was like, and I and but on the side they had yeah, it's awesome. And I was but I was trying to figure out who was in the movie, and it's it's off to the side. But in dead center, we're getting this like instrumental treat, 
and it was just like really visual. Yeah. yeah and I was yeah. like, oh, like I'm missing. You like the drums? Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, I'm missing. Oh yeah. After our discussion <laughs> this, of Whiplash, this movie must have like had you like right in the beginning. I love percussion, but yeah. uh, <laughs> the um, I was like looking back and forth, so I was like missing the character. So I was looking up on my phone, like who's in this? And it's essentially, and I remember thinking this. Uh, when I saw trailers, I was like, who's mm. not in this? Yoko Ono is yes, in it? Seriously? Uh, yeah, man. I, I was like, uh, and it's honestly like, it was really, at I first I was like, some oh. Japanese names from that, from like other works too. Oh yeah. I, there's a bunch that I, I can't like say them from memory. Like I'm not good with, you know, enunciation, yeah. but I recognize faces when I was looking at the IMDb, but yeah, I just thought visually this was awesome. And like the voice acting was, Great. it was top notch. Uh, what do you about, what about the story? What do you think about the story? Oh God. This story had very mature themes. Oh right? yeah, and I did not expect that going in. It is about racism, um, especially marginalization, marginalization, like fear, fear mongering, fe- yeah, like yeah. fear mongering, just like prejudice and but like a fascist, like how yes. like propaganda, like how fascist regi- regime can like really alter the facts Absolutely. in public opinion. But it also has like sweet themes too like oh yeah like, like brotherhood and like or like just simply loving a dog yeah like just something that like dog. almost loving everyone can relate to um and like i love dogs it's like i've been talking about this movie for such a long time because i i like love dogs oh, okay gotcha. and so gotcha. like i oh, going into it. this movie i was just like you know it's gonna be like maybe a little bit better th- or not a little bit like i was expecting this to be better than fantastic mr fox because, you know, he's grown, like, Wes Anderson is growing as a filmmaker, and sure. I think he really tries to, I mean, he makes the, a lot of the same, you know, his style hasn't really changed throughout. Um, I think throughout the years, he's matured in that mm. he's made it definite, because, like, I think, like, in his early work, you know, like, uh, you know, Rushmore and, um, like, Life Aquatic, like, he's, he's like, kind of working on it, but then it's, like, right when he you know, get, hits, like, especially, I think, Moonrise Kingdom, it's, like, really, like, this is Wes Anderson style, and then, um, and then, like, here we are, so... Wes Anderson makes movies that are, like, unlike anything else I see, though, I yeah, feel like. It's, he's a very, un- he's an art horror, like, you can, yeah. you can literally look at a movie, and, like, it goes from, like, shot, uh, setup, storyboarding, like, types of stories, um... Especially his, his soundtrack, like, yeah. the music selection. And I think that's honestly really amazing that, like... The sound in this movie is great, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I think I think in a movie like this, it has to be top-notch. Yeah. Uh, even, like... I, and it's great. Like, even, like, so much as, like... Uh, I mean, you have the obvious, like, um, like shoes on wood. Like, mm. you hear, the, like, the clops. But then, like, even so much as, like, the, them sneezing randomly. Yeah. Like, it's funny. Yeah, you and it's like, this is great. Like, it's just, like, it's a, such like a... Ni- like, it's such a great... Like if you love attention to detail, then like this movie is for you on that like on that the, note alone. But going back to the story, what, oh, what yeah. did you think about the story? I I honestly was gripped the whole time, and like I was like whispering like what I thought to you. Like honestly, yeah, I, we, I was we kind of. Each other a lot. I was. Uh, I thought the I thought uh what's his name the the dog Atari's dog what's his name oh spots spots I thought he was dead. At well, the end. <laughs> anyway. Oh the, well, yeah. So I mean, I thought. I, it was just honestly, I thought the use of flashbacks was really appropriate throughout the movie because mm. like flashbacks, I think, can kind of detract from a movie. But here, it's interesting. It added, yeah. it added like it gave you a little bit more history of like why Atari is you know doing this and um, like Spots as a character in their relationship and mm. uh, and and even and it's interesting. Like you'll have like flashbacks like that, but then you'll have Chief detailing his experience which was weird i thought like i, I said to you jake that mm. i thought that 
chief was, was spots because immediately I was like, oh, this isn't very subtle uh, because um, they look very similar. I was like, oh, he's the inverse, like. Like, they're yin and yang. Yeah, yeah. But then I was like, he's obviously just covered in grime. I thought the whole thing was, like, he felt abandoned. As soon as he was bathed and he was, like, and, like, we saw what he looked like and he was the same breed as, uh... As Spots. Oh, yeah. Spots. Um, I didn't realize at first that they were, like, brothers or just dogs of the same breed. I thought he just was Spots. So I was like, oh, he called it, well, and then, like, his nose was a different color. Well, the moment oh, he said okay, the, the nose was different, and when he was sleeping, and, and, like, so, Atari has, for those of you who've seen the movie, Atari has a head, um, like, a, or an, or an earpiece that he can communicate yeah, with yeah, Spots, yeah, yeah. and it, like, it's like that universal translator, and Spots is Atari's guard dog, so this is, like, better communication and more efficient, and so, it has a short range of, of, like, mm. functionality, and so it was, like, at, at, at points in the movie, it was, like, fun- it was like uh, flickering on and off. And I was like, okay, well, Spots is alive. Like, I, like yeah, Chief is yeah. not Spots. And, but, I mean, I, I was yeah. kind of right because they're brothers. Yeah, which I, I kind of like. I, I mean, I was like, okay, they're obviously related in some way. Like, it's very convenient that they're, like, the same breed. It's kind of a cool twist. Oh, yeah. It, but yeah. to me, like, yeah. But I just, like, even though I knew that, like, there was more to it than this, like... I knew that, you know, Chief was somehow related in the end. Right. It didn't bother me. I was honestly, like, I was so cool. I was gripped the whole time. And just, like, and honestly, a story like this can be very boring and yeah. cliche. Yeah. But the way he he broke it, uh, way Wes Anderson broke it up with editing and just style, like, even, like, just their montage of them traveling, like, instead of just... Like, they he had the traditional, like, them walking across mm. the plains. But then he had, it like... Great too, he had, like, maps and, 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 like, all these different things and yeah. cutting back and forth to, like... It kept it fast. Like, like, you weren't, like, trapped with one character for too long. Yeah, you were never bored. Like, whenever, like, a scene would go... Like, it was a scene, I felt like, would go on just long enough, and then it would, like, cut... So cut there's two... Else. There's two... Yeah. There's two, uh... Narratives. Like, there's two narratives going on, and then at the end, they, they converge. So plot A is... Atari meeting up with this pack of, of dogs who are all alphas and no leader. <laughs> yeah, well, I think one's named one's name Chief, then Boss, then like Duke. Duke uh, King. Uh, D- King. Very funny. Yeah. Like, very funny right away. And, go to those. and, um, so that, and so they're trying to get to like the, fu- it's like they're on like point A and they're trying to get to point Z and they have to move across all of like, uh, like the Isle of Trash or Trash and, Island. And it sounds boring. But it's so fun. <laughs> well, it, it is fun, and it's it's even better because then we get the subplot B, mm. and like plot A has their all their twists and yeah. turns, and like just Literally. kind of like like we have an Oracle character who was uh, that <laughs> the, was uh, that Oracle. was Tilda Swilton. Ri- really? Harvey Keitel was in it. Weird. Yeah, I'm just like, like saying, like, dude, she had like four lines in the whole movie, and I was like, funny. what? Uh, um, right. Yeah, and then cool, I guess. Harvey, Harvey Keitel was the dog with like half his face, like yeah. like no skin, um, or no uh, no hair. And then so we get like all these plots and turns yeah. like that are fun. And then we get a uh, our second plot plot B, which is you know everything going back on Megasaki. Is that it? Sagi, uh, Megasagi? Nagasaki. But it's it's mega soggy. Oh yeah, it's it's like it's in like alt verse Japan. Yeah, it was yeah. like twenty years in the future. So yeah. this is like where we get our, uh, 
villain. Like like our villain in the in the politics of the movie and Kobayashi. and Tracy, the American exchange student who is like the is a journalist trying to c- mm-hmm. uncover this conspiracy because you find out that it's like all a government like run by cats, which was interesting that the cats didn't speak. They the did not cat, speak. And yeah. the cats weren't like really the over. They weren't like the puppeteers. And it the was humans. mainly the people. It wasn't a cat. Cats and cats and dogs mm. kind of movie. It was they, they could have gone that way, which I they thought didn't. they were, but they didn't. It was just yeah. humans. Uh, they were oppressed, and they had and they liked they liked cats because they didn't oppress them. Yeah, and that or they didn't fight back. Well, like and retaliate. And, like well, the Kobayashi family like had a whole thing with cats. Like they love cats. So, yeah, like, they 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 have, they have this backstory in the beginning of the movie where they talk about like when they came across, like, wild dogs and they had, like, a vendetta against them. Oh, yeah, and, like, the dogs, uh, I think they were trying to, like, extirpate... It was very... It was, like, it was obviously mirroring the plot of this, like, the... These, uh, Kobayashi, they are trying... Like, this family is trying to... whole dynasty. They're trying to erase the dogs, and right as the dogs were, like, about to be exterminated, uh, the Atari, like, child ca- uh, character came and, like, wiped out his... It was, like, his uncle. It was, it's very... It was literally the plot of the movie. Yeah. It just yeah. modernized. And so he came down and, like, took out his, uh, his uncle, I guess. And he, you know, then he allowed the dogs and they, like, man... Like, dog became man's best friend and they bred. And then, like, we get into here, um, which is, again, a retelling of that story. And so yeah, it's all the poli- it's a politics. You find out like the, mm-hmm. the um, it's just a big ploy. Like so, the dogs are sent to Trash Island because they're they're overbreeding. They have like dog flu. Right. They're like sneezing. They're just like spreading. Uh, it's not deadly. Right. N- it's, uh, just, like... it's like making them rabid, and they're like attacking humans. Oh, there's some people walking by. Like... I'll edit this out. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So we're where were we? so okay, we are interrupted by literally people. So we're in the parking lot. People are such assholes, and we're trying to record in your car <laughs> on my iPod. And can uh, we not see we're busy? And they're like, whatever. They're, anyway, they're doing car trouble. So I hope the they show. don't ask me for a uh, a jump. Anyway, now an alarm's going off. So anyway, so we're t- we finishing finish talking about this. Movie. We're finishing up the uh, the plot, and uh, yeah, so it's just a retelling, but. It's so we get that that B plot of the politics mm. and you know the conspiracy the the government wipes out the guy that's trying to actually he's like the science regime or not regime he's the science guy yeah. I guess and he dies oh yeah he, they fuck like, him up the scientist guy like they poison him with wasabi poison. and I'm like yeah that wouldn't have worked on me because I hate I hate like his sushi eyes and, are like wide open like oh. yeah they kill him <laughs> um dark which was weird that he died. I guess we can, so, we'll get into, like, what the stuff, like, this is, so, we'll get into, like, what we didn't like, and it's, I guess, gonna be mm. straight nit- nitpicking. Okay. Um, yeah. The way he me. died, it was very odd, because he, so, the way they kill him is, they, like, have, like, they, well, they, like, kidnap him, and they, like, mm. are forcing him in his house, not, to, like, under house yeah, arrest. Yeah, he's, like, house much. arrest. And right. so, they, they make this, like, specialty sushi for him and he eats it and it's obviously poisoned yeah like poison wasabi like which like comes in the elephant end. poison they said and um and so we we get so he he's like finishing up and then he's like very curious he's like curious and it's like the last sushi i'm like well that's convenient and he like picks it up and then takes a dab and then he's yeah, dead. Yeah. And I was like... So that was enough to kill him. Which is fine. I think it's to show, like, how poisonous that's, like, that 
the poison was. It's just a little weird. But it was weird because I was like, he looks like suspicious. Like the way like he. Like, I thought it, they were gonna play it like he realized it was poison. Yeah, and, and then they were gonna like gonna shoot him it. or something. Like I thought they were gonna go really dark, and like that's where I was kind of like, okay, that's kind of, it's kind of odd. Um, uh, something I didn't like. Maybe I just like didn't get it. But at the end, the uh, villain Kobayashi, who is like a get hardcore against dogs, like for the entire movie because of, like the family dies and ever, he has a change of heart. At the very end of the movie, where he says he has no honor, and he wants to rectify it by, and he gives, like, Atari his kidney, and, like, does all this other stuff. I just don't know where that came from. Well, like, I he, can, like, realized he did something Yeah, wrong. I can see the, like, giving him his kidney, because it it's, like, his, his uncle. But, like, yeah, I, the change of heart, like, so they had the flashes of the, like, the, like, the, that story in the like beginning. Like, his whole history, yeah. But, like... Never did I... I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, it was just kind of really sudden. Like, it never once were you just like, oh, he's, like, questioning what he's doing. Yeah, he just kind of flipped on a dime. Yeah, it was just like... he's. I mean, I guess because... Well, I guess it's the thing. Like, one of the... I was reading an article that this was, like, going... This was really, like, taking advantage of Japanese culture. And mm. I think that's something that we don't understand is the yeah, sense of honor. Yeah, maybe. And maybe that's why, like, his... Like, his... He was... He wasn't honorable... Hang on. All right, we were interrupted again, but we're talking about the so we're talking about the on the uh, the honor of Japanese culture, and I guess that's like that's ri like honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I thought he was gonna uh, uh, commit to kill, like, kill, kill himself. Yeah, like, I thought like, himself I thought he was really gonna turn. I thought he was gonna turn and like just kill himself. And I was like, uh, no, but then he didn't. No. <laughs> that's just a testament to the movie to like make then us that, that think that the characters would even do that. If he did know? that, that would have been like I think <laughs> I love this movie. <laughs> well, no, like I honestly think that would have been taking it a little too far that in a very far. like that would have been way too far. Not good way. No, but no, that would have. So I guess that's like weird. he was just he just the honor like the honor in that culture is just I guess it's still prevalent. Uh, um, oh yeah, the, yes. Yeah. So like, that was that, but Absolutely. no, I, I think as like just an like an American, that that was definitely like well because that's just that's my knowledge of that culture. Mm. They never once were like oh like they never really set that that up, um, which is I guess which just goes both ways. Like they don't really need to set up about a culture, but on no. the same time they this don't is, they don't make the Japanese people out to be bad people. Yeah, they don't demonize they're, they're, like they're, people. They're just, they just like skewed the wrong way because of like fear mongering and all those themes that we talked about. Yeah, and uh, like and so I I have to read those articles again because I I just kind of skimmed through it because I was like I don't this movie like oh my god this one person said that it's like uh, it's it's really taking advantage of this culture. I, 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 I don't care. It. I don't care. Uh, Even if they did, I don't care because I it's taking advantage of the culture. Or like how do you cultural like a like a, a appropriation. appropriation? Not really. I mean, I thought I thought the movie was very respectful and like tactful and like yeah. I I don't know, but I don't uh, know about that. Uh, yeah, it's so the uh, I guess like another thing was like so how old is Tracy? Uh, Since the, she's in senior well, high, she's the blonde girl. Yeah, right? the only American. Oh yeah, well they say they insinuate that the boy is twelve years old. Yeah. So, so I I thought she was also like around his age. I guess, but then it was like, oh, she's at like the senior high school. Do they say that? And like, and what's even weirder is like they I, have I don't a, know they if have that's a right. they have a, well either way they have a twelve year old boy voicing 
Atari, which mm. is great. Like that yeah. kid, like I like one thing that you can feel the emotion. one thing that I was thinking about was um, and maybe this is just like the Japanese language, but um, a lot like I w- I forget what movie it was, but the director he he didn't want to make make it um, oh what movie? Well, it doesn't matter. Like they didn't want to make it necessarily as a foreign film because mm. they were afraid that it the emotion wasn't going to get through. I oh, think it's, you can, it got through. Well, yeah, and I think it's, like, I think Tarantino, that's why he cast, uh, like, the people that he did when he was making Glorious Bastards, mm-hmm. because half of that film, if not more than half of that film, is in different, like, switches from, like, many different languages, and they really got that emotion. So, I, yeah. in here, I was wondering if I was going to get that, but especially with a child, like, mm-hmm. voice actor... Mm-hmm. No, I didn't get that at all. I thought that this kid was really going also, for it. Also, the the range of the voice actor is really good. Like, Akira is not just, like, a normal boy, right? Like, he's not... Uh, or I guess he is a normal boy in some cases, but I mean, like, he's not just, well, like... Like, towards this, the end. He's not, like, just this innocent little kid who is, like, just trying to go with these dogs and, like, find his dog, and, like, that's his character. Like, he... There's a part. There's a part in the movie. They might explain it by saying when his ship, when his plane, um, crashed, he got like bolts like stuck in his head. This kid is always getting like horribly mangled. <laughs> like stuff is like exploding and like bolts are going in his goddamn skull. Well, that's like, like another all the time. That's another thing that I think is like goes kind of go back to the story. Like the story of Atari is both like very simple yes. and complex. Like it's well, he, simple like, when he was when he's talking to like the dogs. Like, for the first time, he's, like, he tells them all to sit, and he's getting, like, pissed off. Oh, yeah, that when, was a when, great when scene. When, when, when the... He, he was showing he was the alpha. Yeah, when, when Chief leaves, and they're like, hey, you have to, like, obey him, and he's like, no. And he just leaves, and, like, the kid is just infuriated, and, like, when he wants to go down that slide, and, like, the dog is oh, like, yeah. I'm not gonna wait for you, and he goes... And he gets sad when the dog leaves. Like, he's very, he's like, he's like a kid, you know? And He like, gets angry, he gets pissed off. And like I said, like, like, it's a very simple in that it's like, it's a, it's a boy. It's like Scarlett Johansson's uh, character, Nutmeg. She said, like, it's like, he's a 12-year-old boy. Yeah, he, like, they love dogs. Him. And like, that's as simple. But like, in the end, it's also like very complex as well. Because, yes. um, uh, what, uh, um, who, Who's the who's the funny dog? I'm, I'm blanking his name. Edward Norton. <laughs> who's the funny dog? Ed, 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 Edward Norton's character is like because they were weighing the pros and cons, and he said he's the only master and human to ever make it yeah. across to come yeah. for his dog. So like that and that in itself volumes. is worth it for them to go to on help that journey him. to help him. So that speaks a lot about his character, his relate the dog's relationship with each other is also very cool. Like they had that whole running gag with um. You know, since they're all alphas, they all have to make oh, yeah. their own decisions. So there's no, like, leader, like, making decisions, like, on the fly. So when every time, like, they have a conflicting opinion, even if it's really dangerous, he'll be like, all right, we all have to vote. And, like, it gets to the point where it's, it's a very, It's like, very ah! loaded. It's very loaded. <laughs> because he's, it's like, all right, like... Oh, like, there's that one scene um, when they're, when they're uh, kidnapping. Uh, they're, like, they're, or they're trying to get the kid back. Uh, Atari back, and they're like, "All right, we'll distract the people. You fight the mechanized yeah. dog." And he's like, "Wait, what?" And he's like, "He's like, I'm all not right. fight for him." He's like, "He's like, you're the best." All, I was like, "All who uh, like vote for whoever, like all who want a uh, chief to fight the mech, 
Say so, I, I, and then I. Chief is like the only day, and like all right, and then and, and what's great is like he actually follows it because yeah, was, he, yeah, he's like there are no, he's like there are they, it's a unanimous vote. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised though that they didn't make they didn't come back with that and like they made a vote and he wasn't the lone dissenter. He was, he they all said uh, like yay, you know. Yeah. Like I was yeah. surprised they didn't go back to that. But again, like this this whole this whole part is like nitpicking. Um, I'm trying to think, I I also I can't think of much wrong with this movie. Yeah, I mean, I really we're also because we're like I think the beauty of first impressions is like we're like again, and like this goes back to our conversation about seeing movies in a theater. Yeah, because like we are so hyped right now, mm-hmm. and, like like we're really excited. I didn't about know this movies. was gonna be that good. Yeah, yeah. And like I think that's like if we had seen this, like let's say like we went to other swimmers' houses and, yeah. we, and we watched this on like on Netflix or something, mm-hmm. I, I think we'd be like same. we would be like oh yeah I don't know it's like it's a good movie like mm-hmm. we could talk. about about what we liked about it but like we wouldn't be as passionate about it as we are right now you the, know the, there's like seeing it on the big screen right like when we when we first walked in there we were like the only two people in the theater and it, it eventually like got like some people going in there but like yeah it, it's a thursday night so yeah, and the movie's been out for like two weeks and but. like it just felt really special you know yeah and just, like, like watch that now imagine that like i could like i would love to see movies like that um with like on opening night or like now the only reason I don't is because we're busy yeah. and I only make it special occasions to go see movies on opening night or like opening day. Mm-hmm. Well, opening night I saw it on opening night and that was that was a good experience. Um, good we'll talk like I'm sure we'll have a conversation just like talk about like movies in general, like yeah. not a specialized conversation, yeah. but like still talking about Isle of or like I remember I saw like Mad Max with like on opening day. I still have like a promotional poster and. And like I saw that with a crowd of people, just like, uh, and like 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 seeing Star Wars and stuff. Like, this is how like that gets you hype. Like you feed off of that energy, and it's that's how I, I'm taking this now. Which we there's only like a handful of people, but like we were getting each other going. Well, like I don't know. I thought the jokes in the movie were funny, and Mike and I were both laughing. We were like even like I didn't really hear anybody else really. Yeah, we had like two. We had like two hipsters in front of us. We had two uh, like a like a. They seemed like a Japanese culture or culture couple. Yeah, and uh, and like two people behind us, and like yeah, no one was like. I mean, was like laughing. No one busted a gut. Maybe. Well, because there's I didn't really think there's anything like hilarious, but like it was very much yeah, it was dry or like like when. Like the one joke of um, it was the like all Oracle. Right. Well, the Oracle. Or like <laughs> I'm thinking of when it's like kind of like the shock. Like oh my god, when uh, he's like, all right, we'll meet up in this place, and they go into like the yeah, they go into plant. like the the meat compactor. And we're like, oh my god, like, are we they thought dead? They, they died. Like all of a sudden, I would have been like, oh my, that's no, no way. But they didn't, and they like they escape, and then there's they tricked you for a second, and then there's like uh. The other joke, or like, or like the joke of like we turn to each other, we're like no way, or like, <laughs> the, or like at the end when um they're fighting and uh, Spot's able to get his like mechanized uh, weapon like tooth in and, yeah. and destroys the. Oh mech. my god! But his, his eye, eye is like his eye out. is out, and uh, Atari has another pole in his head, and you're like, <laughs> oh my god! And, like I remember, I looked at you, I was like, Graphic oh my god, movie. his eye is poked Graphic out. But it's not movie. like it's not like his eye is like rolling on the floor. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like gone. it's, it's just, just not there. Yeah. And you're like, oh my god. Um, or the end when we when it was like oh this this statue like the very end of the movie yeah, like this statue is is in me- is in memory of spots for his service and and it like starts panning down into the ground I'm like I don't want to see his fucking corpse yeah. and then yeah and then it's his family and I was like okay like 
Spots isn't dead. Like uh, they're gonna do a fake out in the end, which I which was good. It was a happy ending. You know, I I have to I have to defer. Yeah. On that point, I thought I think the movie would have been more powerful if he did die. But the end, they right? definitely needed to give him like the only reason I didn't think he died was because they didn't give him that moment because he like he had the hero's death, but he didn't have the like take care of Atari. Like I've done my duty. It was just like I was like, wait, is he dead? Well, I feel I feel like he handed off the torch to like being Atari's dog, and like you could say he still has like the duty of being like a father and stuff like that. That but. was that was a very beautiful scene when, be, like I mean, beautiful when he um mm. when gorgeous like, <laughs> when he <laughs> when he was uh passing like essentially the torch to uh, Chief, yeah. and it's like it's very emotional. It's like he's like, do you like do you relink like. Will you relinquish my duty and pass it to Chief, mm-hmm. my younger brother? Um, and then Atari starts crying. And again, this is the beauty of of uh, of Wes Anderson and like the talent that he has brought together because they so don't much emotion. they don't translate Atari. They got the tears great, but they don't yeah. they don't translate they what almost he got says. Me crying. <laughs> Honestly, me too. They they don't translate what Atari says, but like through his you get it. even even like. They give these characters, like, facial expressions. Yeah. Um, even, like... So, like, you could tell by, like, through this, like... This not real character. Like, either whatever it's claymation, stopping... Like, whatever animation they used, you could tell... Like, and through the voice acting and, like, just the expressions they gave him. And then it switches. And then you get Spots. He's like, do you... Like, do you, Chief, like, take this duty forever? Or, like, do you take the duty to, to guard him? And yeah. he's crying... And then it turns to Chief, and all he says, like, very, like, Han Solo-esque, because he, he's, like, Chief is the rogue. He's just like, I can do that. Which yeah. I thought was be- was beautiful. Yeah. Like, it was it was perfectly yeah. crafted. I, and then they and then they give him the earpiece, and then it turns green, and then, like, that's the scene. I was like, that was I, awesome. I think every everybody who worked on this movie, from the director to the writers, uh, to the voice actors, the animators, I think they really cared about this project. Well, and that's a lot. why you know they really loved working on this movie. That's why I love watching all tours because you know, like the Spielbergs, the uh, the the, the, the Lynches, the mm-hmm. uh, Romeros, the uh, Camerons. Like it's not like a the, the Andersons, the the Danny Boyles. Like they put so much effort and love into crafting a piece. Mm-hmm. And that's what I said this in my tra- in the train spotting review. It's like there's not a lot of directors that make me wanna like when I see a movie, I'm like I gotta go home and like edit stuff or yeah. like make some or start writing. Yep. And like I said, like Danny Boyle's one of them. It's inspiring. Uh, like Christopher Nolan, uh, like well maybe not James Cameron anymore, but like you mm. know, uh, like Wes Anderson is definitely one He's, of those people. Yeah. He, he like yep. pours his heart and soul into this, and like. I remember I was watching a behind-the-scenes of Fantastic Mr. Fox, and, like, so, like, a movie like this, like, obviously animation, like, it has to be storyboarded, and, and so, Wes Anderson would film himself doing all of the bits of Fantastic Mr. Fox and how he wanted them to be animated, and how, like, the inflections and stuff, so he, like, acted the whole movie, Mm. compiled it, and then gave it to animators and editors and storyboarders and said, like, this is what I want, this is my vision, and it's not, like... He just came in and was like, all right, like, I want to make an interesting movie. And yeah. a, or, like, like, a George Lucas. Like, I want to make, like, in the prequels, like, I want to make an interesting movie. Make me a shit ton of stuff, and I will sign off on yeah. it. And, like, you yeah. do your job, and I'll take credit yeah, for it. Whereas Wes Anderson, I'm sure, like, this was exactly the same. He has an exact vision. He's a very hands-on director. And, he's, and he puts everything and 
anything and everything into mm-hmm. in a movie that he's he's so, making. Yeah, and like knowing that though, like I'm pretty sure would you evaluate Fantastic Mr. Fox as a cult classic? Yeah, because one? I don't. Like, I, I think not a lot of people really. Like, when, when it came out and now, like, I don't think people really appreciate it. I think they appreciate it now, but, like, definitely at the time. Like, I was one of those people that saw it when it... I think it came out in, like, 2008. Like, I think I saw it, like, not long after. And, I, like, so mm-hmm. relatively soon. And I was, like... And this was before, like, yeah. the person you see before yeah, you. Yeah, right, right. So, like, I didn't have that appreciation for film. Like, I just started, like, really getting into movies. But, like, I was, like... I could immediately recognize, like, there's something here. Um, I think the problems with Fantastic Mr. Fox, like, going over, what I think he doesn't have here is, mm-hmm. like, the story is, like, it's kind of, like, all over the place and, like, t- like tonally. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think, okay. like, I I think that it, go, it, 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 it balances, like, humor and, like, seriousness, but I don't, I don't think it, like, here I was, like, it's very, it wants to be a very serious movie. Yeah. Uh, with, like, it's a, it with has some, humor, has humor. yeah, with, like, some comedic elements, but, like, definitely Phantasm, Mr. Fox, you're, like, this is a kid's movie. Yeah. Whereas yeah. this is, like, this can be, this is, this like, this can be watched by kids. This can be watched uh, by I'll kids, by, but it has, by. like, very adult themes, yes. where, like, Phantasm, Mr. Fox is, like, see, and, but it makes me, back to the, it being a cult movie, right? I couldn't help but feel <clears> saddened <throat> watching this movie, because I enjoyed it so much, Mike enjoyed it so much, and I just... I don't know if this movie's gonna do well. Because it's, like, a really good movie. I just think... And, like, I've seen advertisements for it on, like, YouTube and TV. But I don't know if, like, people are gonna go out and see this movie. Right? Like, I I don't know if, like, if I go up to people, I'm gonna be like, hey, you should really see Isle of Dogs. That was good. And they're like, oh, the movie looks weird or something. Well, right? like, like, I think now, like... I think Fantastic Mr. Fox is... Because this is a world... Well, because this is, like... This is about dogs, I think. Like, this is more about, like, yeah. do- like like animals and a story that, like, people can relate to. Where Fantastic Mr. Fox is, like, a thief fox that yeah. is... It's, like, a, it's a children's story that maybe not many people are aware of. Mm. And it's, like... It's Wes Anderson, who who's like very he's a polarizing it's like just people weird. people yeah. think he people think he's pretentious. I think he just nah, has style. Yeah. I think he does yeah. something new that people want to emulate. And and you and you have to have that attention to detail to to replicate this. But no one sure. like Wes Anderson, this is his style. Like people can have like very, you know, symmetrical, um very planned out shots and like but like like this like everything about his movie is symmetrical. Like it's not like like some movies use symmetry uh in like like sporadically, but mm. they like kind of shy away cuz it's really hard to do. Um like the only other thing I can think of is Mr. Robot in that they use their cinematography is consistent throughout now 3 seasons of a show and I I, I and just... and like the cinematography has to do with that, but like here like this is like this is very difficult and like and it's and like it, I want people to see it. You oh, know? I do too. I want people to I'm literally gonna tell it. people you should see this. It's not. It's not at all what I thought it was gonna be. Um, what did you think it was gonna be? Going I thought it was gonna be a little bit more. Se- like I definitely thought there was gonna be a kids movie. Like I thought. I, was I like, thought well, so too. I was like, oh, this I is gonna be an overblown PG thirteen. Like it should be PG. Mm. Like they're just giving it PG thirteen just to kind of like oh, for hurt. hype. No, it's it definitely it's definitely a it PG thirteen movie. Um, I guess. What else? I mean, that's, I mean, we I guess, wrap it up, I guess. Yeah, we can have some closing thoughts and we'll get into the review or like what we would, our recommendation. Um, so I think I'm going to start doing, uh, like changing the review 
So I used to do out of five okay. stars, but I think that that's kind of a little narrow because because okay. I was thinking about it like recently I've been giving a lot of movies like four to five or like three out of five or like I've never given a movie five out of five mm-hmm. um and I think it's too narrow so I think I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna start changing it to out of ten out of ten yeah. because like I think because I think or? I mean you can do decimals okay, like don't okay. be like seven point one two, three four. five yeah yeah no okay. but okay, I think okay, okay. like I definitely want to do um. Because I think it's it it'll give a better gauge. Because if I say like, because if, if this was out of five stars, I would definitely give this movie like a four out of five stars. Okay. But I think like that's kind of like, okay, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But so, if, so we'll go. I think I'm gonna start. You heard it on right, first impressions. Closing thoughts. Um, we're gonna go out of ten. But yeah, so closing okay. thoughts. Uh, I love the cinematography. I love the style. Uh, the storytelling was great. Uh, I thought it was a good like. Especially movies that have, like, different plots going on and, like, flashbacks and stuff. Like, it can get really boring and dull, but he really manages to interweave these these stories and these narratives, like, in a very structurally sound and, like, very unique and mm-hmm. stimulating way that keeps you interested. Uh, the voice acting was great. Uh, I love the attention to detail. And, um, yeah, I definitely think everyone should go see it now. And then I'll give my review after okay. you have your closing thoughts. Um, yeah, I think this movie is a testament to artistic integrity. Um, that's good. With, that's good. Uh, with not only, <laughs> with not only like, like the language in the movie, but also like what we've been over the imagery, the colors, like the voice actors and just the great powerful story with themes. I think, uh, are very important and resonate today. Um, there are some small things here and there, like some character motivations I didn't understand, mm-hmm. or uh, maybe some characters didn't get as much time um, that they should have. But overall, I think this is like a very funny movie. It can be a very sad movie. Um, what does Tommy Wiseau say about the room? He's like, it's whatever you want it to be, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, no, it, it is legitimately a very good movie. Mike, what is your score? So, I'm going to give Isle of Dogs an 8.5 out of 10. A very, a very what? high rating, an 85% out of 100. What makes it an 8.5 and not a 10 out of 10? Well, it's like, <laughs> if I, well, because... I don't think really any movie is perfect. I'm um, just putting you on the spot. I didn't even, I didn't even <laughs> say Dawn of the Dead was perfect. You will never get a 10 out of 10 from my character. I mean, <laughs> Whiplash is pretty damn close. Whiplash is very good. Um, and we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely think this is, like, an awesome movie. It's just, I think, for all the reasons I said, like, throughout this and in my closing thoughts, just, like, the cinema, like cinematography, the style, mm-hmm. and, like you said, artistic integrity. I think that's, yes. that's a very good way mm-hmm. to, like... Some of the movie, like some of this movie, it's like he sure. he had a vision, stuck to it, and he stuck to it, and it, it, and it worked out. So I would give this an eight point five out of ten. I'm gonna give this movie a nine out of ten. <laughs> just like I have some small problems here and there, um, but like yeah, it's just it's just a good watch. You thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. I very yes, I did, and I enjoyed watching it with you. Oh yeah, definitely. Whatever comes out next, we're definitely gonna try and see. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe Quiet Place. Maybe we can be here yeah, next week and see a Quiet, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, quiet Place. That'd probably be way different from uh, Isle of Dogs. Maybe, maybe <laughs> next Thursday, we'll have it as you know what Movie Thursday or something. Let's do it. I'm All right. down. I'm I guess next Thursday we're gonna see Quiet Let's Place. Go! Um, Let's go. But yeah, uh, no. But thank you for 
coming on, and I've been honestly thinking about it for a while. I was like, you know, Shell would be a good, oh like, oh, like person on here. Like, like you have a personality. <laughs> well, they're going to hear. They, you have a personality. Like, you're funny. You're engaging. You're going to have intelligent thoughts about film. Like, you're not, like... It, well, it's you. it's it looks like well, clay. Well, you're stupid and wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, man. So, yeah. Thanks for being on, and we're definitely definitely gonna have you back. It so. is an absolute pleasure as always. Do you, do you have any closing uh, words of wisdom to the listeners? Closing what? words of wisdom um, for your first for your first appearance on Amateur s- Tours. Stay woke. Do your homework. Eat your teeth. Thank you, Shell. All right. All right, guys. So uh, we'll see you, I guess, next week. And uh, everyone have a nice night. I'll edit this out. (laughs) Okay. Oh, come on, man. Well, this is going to be nice. I'll I'll edit this because we might pick them up. Do you want to do you want to talk about like finish up talking about the story? Yeah, the plot, and then, and then like talk about what we didn't like. Yeah, or, we can talk about like what we didn't like and, and stuff like that. Um, can you please fucking move? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Get in your get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> what if I left all that? Oh my god, they're popping their trunk now. Just All like, right, we can keep r- talking. R- right at the end, like, just, like, squeeze in. Can you like, can fucking move? Can you fucking move? <laughs> oh, fuck it. We'll just keep going. Okay. Um, like, his, he was, he wasn't honorable. Hang on. What? Hang on. Hang on, everybody. <laughs> Hang with us. And you probably can't even hear her. Make sure you all check in the morning. Yeah, check your engines. Um, I wonder if this is picking it up. Probably oh, not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> is it picking it up? I don't know. Probably like very faintly. I don't think he knows we're in the car. I don't think so. I don't think he knows either. This should this is, is going to go right after the credits. I'm going to edit. I'm going to take all these segments and put them right after another. And it's going to be like the post, the post episode, uh, like just like recording bits. What the like the post. What are they doing? What are they? Tell them to leave. Oh man! All right. All right so I think we're good. Okay, we'll give it.